0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? Doctor?
1: Doctor? 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 Doctor?
2: You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. A few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. And this week on the show, we're going to talk about a new compression sleeve that uh, reduces the pain and helps the uh, female athletes, and maybe more specifically, the female soccer players, um, reduce injury. As Bill Buell will join us, he is the founder and president of Topical Gear. He'll join us uh, from San Diego, California, tell us all about this uh, reducing ACL injuries in female soccer athletes and his new product. And also Dr. Cole and I, in our second segment, will discuss the five things runners need to know about runner's knee and runner's pain and Then in our second segment, I'll ask Dr. Cole five things runners need to know about knee pain as Dr. Cole brings forth his expertise as an orthopedic surgeon. Then in our third segment, we're going to introduce you to DocThoughtsMed.com. This is a medical student-created media platform that interviews thought leaders in medicine and produces five-minute films. Dr. Cole was recently um, a subject and uh, got interviewed on this Medium, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about it as uh, Nimal Golasia will join us. He is the founder of DocThoughtsMed.com. Some interesting stuff that uh, is being produced uh, here locally in Chicago. So stay with us. Our website is SportsMedicineWeekly.com. I'm back with Doctor Cole to get our show going. After this on ESPN Radio.
1: I've been having knee pain for quite some time, and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI physical therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews. and When I called, they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away. No way, everything was so easy and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget.
0: To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000.
2: That proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Thanks for tuning in to Sports Medicine Weekly. Don't forget to visit our blog on at sportsmedicineweekly.com. We have reached over 100,000 views for our blog they're quite interesting and a lot of great material dr cole um next topic uh we've brought this up in the past but it's it's still an amazing stat female soccer athletes have a three-fold greater risk of sustaining an acl injury compared with their male counterparts man you've brought that up before and why why is it
3: you know, Steve, sometimes I feel like it's about a 5 to 7 to 1, to be honest. If I think of any given Monday I'm in the office, I'd say it's at least 5 to 1 females to males. But, um, you know, that's we've identified um, risk factors for ACL injury that tend to be more prominent in women and girls than men, although we can focus on the same things to correct uh, those deficits in both. But, you know, things like quadricep strength being very strong versus hamstring the way they jump and land, the way they their feet turn out when they land, their knees go in, weak glute medius, uh, the way they cut, pivot, things like that. There are there have been some studies in the NCAA, for example, that if you utilize an ACL prevention program, you can reduce the in, injury rate by up to 30%. So I'm a huge believer, especially when we're treating patients, not only in our, our youth. Uh, we've done uh, kneesforlife.org if you want to check it out where we have ACL prevention tips there. Uh, so our youth who have never injured themselves to help prevent injury, finally coaches and trainers are tuning into this. But uh, also after having surgery, there's about a five, 3 to 5% chance you'll tear the other side after having one side fixed. Uh, sometimes in some studies it's even higher. So the point is that this is an area where, you know, look, there's about 500,000 ACL tears a year. Maybe half of them are reconstructed or more. Uh, if we can eliminate 30% of them, that's a think that's a huge impact so uh we're always looking for ways to reduce the the uh, incidence of acl tears
2: our next guest is uh bill bub from topical gear he's the president founder owner topical gear joining us from san diego california and thanks so much bill for uh for your time our topic is reducing acl injuries in female soccer athletes and uh let's talk about first tell us what topical gear is
0: yeah, topical gear uh, is designed to focus on the youth female athlete. Uh, as Dr. Cole had mentioned, uh, data shows uh, a significant um, amount of female soccer players tearing their ACL. And uh, so we were interested in seeing if we couldn't uh, uh, address that issue.
2: And, uh, Bill, um the concept of, of the ACL tubes is to train the athlete's muscles?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right, Steve. Uh, if we go back a little bit in my history, I was fortunate to be the first uh, entrepreneur ever invited into the ACL study group in the 80s. So, in effect, I was being educated for this position uh, many years ago. Uh, in the mid '90s, uh, a doctor Ireland uh, was uh, presented data showing exactly what Doctor Cole had suggested—that the female soccer player, volleyball, basketball player was tearing their ACL significantly many more times than the uh, uh, male uh, athlete. Uh, fast forward to uh, 26, when my daughter started playing volleyball and I started traveling nationally with her, uh, I saw that um, uh, exactly what was reported and that nobody was paying attention to these female athletes. So we started uh, reading published research. We started gathering uh, very intelligent professionals from the medical uh, orthopedic community to um, address um, uh, or come up with a hypothesis that might address uh, ACL tears, and uh, we jump from volleyball to soccer at that time.
3: So let me let me fast forward you. You have uh, a device called an ACL tube, correct? Correct. And uh, it's sort of a pull-on uh, sleeve that offers compression, and I imagine enhances uh, proprioception—that's the ability to sort of tell where we are in space and time. Is that part true?
0: That is part true. Uh, What we found with our staff was uh, proprioception is the uh, uh, initial communication that's required, but neuromuscular communication has to follow in light speed in order to uh, not only enhance movement or performance, but also um, allow these young ladies in uh, uh, very... uh, Uh, potentially catastrophic situations to be able to adjust and get out of uh, either a cut or a landing before injury occurs. So both of those things occurred by applying topical pressure to the medial quads and medial hamstrings.
3: And without giving any trade secrets away, there's a number of uh, sort of uh, proprietary sleeves and people go to Walgreens and they go to uh, surgical supply stores and things like that. What, what's the sort of magic with the ACL tube?
0: Yeah, we have what we call uh, two T25 pads, or we apply uh, 25 millimeters of force on the medial quad and medial hamstrings to train those muscles to better perform uh, during functional dynamic loads.
3: And then finally, there you had one study uh, recently that was presented looking at uh, the incidence of aCL injuries. How solid is the data? and uh, tell us quickly what that's all about.
0: Yeah, well, we had uh, five female soccer programs that were involved in this study. Uh, the gentleman who was collecting the data was a biomechanist that was at the Stedman-Hawkins Clinic for about nine years, then moved over to Denver University. And um, he was the one who set up the parameters in the study, uh, collected, extrapolated the data, and then uh, presented it at the uh, Sports Medicine Society meeting this summer in Colorado Springs. And the outcome was that these young ladies were able to run Uh, 7% faster in the 40. They increased their vertical 22%. They had 13% less fatigue, and there were zero ACL tears in the 79 uh, female soccer players that participated in the study.
2: Bill Bue, our guest, the uh, president, founder, owner of Topical Gear. Joining us from San Diego, California, this is Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole, Sports Medicine Weekly. My final question for you, uh, Bill, and thanks so much for, for joining us on the show. Um, where can our, our listening audience get a pair of the ACL tubes, and uh, what do they cost?
0: Yeah, uh, all they need to do is go to uh, topicalgear.com, and uh, they can order a pair online. Uh, the cost is $110 uh, for that pair.
2: Fantastic. That's great, and uh, Dr. Cole, you've had some experience with it as well, right?
3: Uh, learning more and more about it, yes.
2: Fantastic. Bill, thanks so much for, uh, for joining us here on the show, and uh, wish you the best of success, and thanks for taking care of our, uh, our female athletes out there.
0: Yeah, Steve, Dr. Cole, certainly appreciate uh, making uh, the public aware of uh, what's available.
2: Topicalgear.com is the website. That's Bill Bue from Topical Gear. I'm Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, back with more after this
4: on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-day transformation cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this whole foods cleanse. You'll feel great lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean vegan protein blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers one four or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin That's K A R E N M A L K I N dot com.
1: research diagnosis methods and treatments make them the highest ranked program in the state of illinois by u.s news and world report rankings for more information or to schedule an appointment visit them at rushortho.com or call 877 md bones midwest orthopedics at rush when only the best will do you're listening to
2: sports medicine weekly on espn 1000 back here on the saturday morning steve cashel dr brian Cole at sports medicine weekly by the way you can visit our blog, sportsmedicineweekly.com. Sign up for the blog. Did you know, Dr. Cole? I'm sure you did. Your dad does a great job with our blog, by the way, David Cole, and he tells us we have had 100,000 views on our blog. That's outstanding.
3: Yeah, it is outstanding. He puts a tremendous amount of time and has takes great pride in uh, in in making it wonderful. So. I encourage all of our listeners to check it out at SportsMedicineWeekly.com.
2: And one a topic that was getting a lot of hits of late, five things runners should know about knee pain. You know, he, he did this unsolicited by
3: me, but this is like right up my alley because I get these questions all the time. So this was a, a blog that was posted on September 13th, and it's it's the number one question I get asked when a patient comes with knee problems. And the first one, Steve, is... Uh, do runners get arthritis more often than non-runners? What would you think?
2: I, well, boy, that's tough. Um, I mean, wouldn't you think intuitively
3: if you were a big runner that you have a greater chance of getting arthritis? When you're running, yeah. Yeah, yeah but
2: I know on this show we've talked about the opposite, right?
3: Yeah, so it's interesting. There was just a recent study that looked at runners and walkers, and they found that regular runners had roughly half the rate of arthritis wow. as regular walkers. In the second study, the runners with the highest regular mileage had the lowest rate of arthritis. Why is that? Um, I don't, you know, I think one of the explanations is that they tend to be, you know, there's a little bit of a selection bias, right? So those who are running on a regular basis tend to be more fit. They obviously, those are the ones who can remain active. So they're not saying it reduces the chance of arthritis. They're just saying that they're not seeing it pop up more frequently in those who are runners. But you can imagine those who are highly arthritic are not going to be running, right? But the fact of the matter is those who are runners are not, demonstrating an increased frequency of arthritis in their knees. And that's actually one of the interesting take-home
2: points. So, Dr. Cole, what do you do when you see a patient come in with arthritis in the knee? Tell us what it is. Well, I mean, so... Is it inflammation, then?
3: Yeah. I mean, arthritis is loss of cartilage. It's uh, basically the white covering on the end of our bones. Uh sort of erodes or degenerates away, and it's associated with inflammation and swelling and so forth. So patients complain of weight-bearing pain. They complain of pain that gets worse with higher levels of activity. Uh, and they also might complain of, you know, barometric pain when the weather changes and things like yeah. that. So it can be very disabling. It's one of the most common things we see. You know, the other thing, just quickly, Steve, because we don't have a lot of time, but um, independent of age, um, it doesn't matter uh, in terms of the incidence of, of arthritis or really? associated with uh, with running. So starting running at a later age is not associated with uh, the onset of arthritis. Another common misperception is supplements won't regrow knee cartilage. Uh, That's something my patients need to know. It may make you feel better, but there's nothing I have that I can inject or you can take by mouth that will help you regrow cartilage. Um, And there
2: are products in the market that um, suggest such things?
3: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, misleading uh, marketing for these products. Another one that uh, if patients have knee pain, the, most commonly it's coming from somewhere else. In other words, weak glute medius, weak quads, uh, poor hamstring flexibility, things like that. So a lot of things that we see in our office and runners when they have pain has nothing to do with arthritis, but can be due with muscle dysfunction elsewhere. So uh, just some great points. I think uh, our readers really need to know. Or excuse me, our listeners really need to know about SportsMedicineWeekly.com. There's an awesome blog. We just recently had over a hundred thousand hits. We reached. Uh, in our uh, uh, sixth year running, so we would uh, welcome you all to check it out. Great
2: content. Again, sportsmedicineweekly.com, back with more of our show after these messages. On ESPN Radio.
1: Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost effective fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P R O C H O N D R I X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly.
2: And we're back on this Saturday morning Sports Medicine Weekly. Our producer George Cutsarillo, our coordinating producer Teresa Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Don't re- don't forget to uh, reach out to us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at SMW Home and our website sportsmedicineweekly.com you can sign up for our famous blog which has just hit 100,000 views dr cole you're never shy about helping students helping those thinking about the medical profession you're always reaching out or they're reaching out to you and uh, you're always giving your time aren't you
3: well you know, the answer is yes, and, and the, the reason is that, uh, you know, people did it for me when I was younger. I mean, I, I knew at a very young age that I wanted to be a physician. I mean, it goes back almost to eighth grade, and um, but I had no exposure. I don't have a physician in my family for generations. We might have a dentist, but that's and that is a physician, uh, yes. but uh, uh, I had the opportunity to shadow a pediatrician and an internist and later on a surgeon and it had a huge impact on my on my decision making i mean I'll, i always use this expression to to our students that i that, that i teach that you know uh role models are sort of like life's buffet you know you we meet lots and lots of people that we can sort of take just a little bit from what they have to offer it doesn't mean you have to Emulate every aspect of their character, or, you know how they perform and how they make decisions and how they treat people. But you might find something that is very important at a very granular level, and then move on to someone else. And then in the end, you sort of put it all together, and you know you might be if, uh, influenced by a large number of people uh, based on those individual experiences. So when I get students, high school, even down to the level of high school, who want to come shadow or observe, I, I frequently will say yes, just because I know how big of an impact it had on me and. That's how they make their decisions going forward.
2: Well, you recently uh, helped a, um, a group with a video, five-minute video, and we're going to talk about it right now. DocThoughtsMed.com is the website. We've got the founder with us in studio, Nirmal Gosalia, and uh, he has done eight or nine videos now. Uh, Doc Thoughts is a medical student-created media platform that interviews thought leaders in medicine and uh, produces these five-minute films and uh, it sounds like they're creating a resource to engage students, Doctor Cole, as you said, and also physicians and the general public in conversation with the leading voices in healthcare. So, Nirmal, thanks so much for uh, for joining us here in studio on Sports Medicine Weekly. What 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 made you think of uh, of Doc Thoughts, and tell us what it is exactly?
5: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Steve. Well, as you said, Doc Thoughts is a media platform, and we interview thought leaders in medicine and produce these five minute films. We cover a lot of topics that are not covered in medical school, things like technology and medicine, the art of practicing medicine. And uh, recently we interviewed Dr. Cole. He, he actually spoke about how physicians need to consider lifestyle and circumstances before making decisions for their patients, before proceeding with surgery. And we find that a lot of these, these type of topics, like I said, they're not covered in medical school, and we want students to start learning these type of things before they become physicians.
3: Yeah, so it's interesting. I just took the liberty to go to your website. So uh, Doc Thoughts docthoughtsmed.com.
2: Med com. Yeah. And
3: um, so the perfect major for medical school, the director's advice. That's a great one to interview. The key to success, to be a good doctor. Medical students need to know this about the ACA. That's the Affordable Care Act, Steve. And then another one which I look forward to uh, seeing is uh, maybe you shouldn't go to medical school. So uh, great, yeah. really provocative topics. Ours mm-hmm. is not up there yet. Is that safe to say? Yeah,
5: it's not they will be up there in mid-October.
3: Yeah. I mean, and the Steve, Steve, you know, it's interesting. He's uh, he's a young man. He said, what year in school are you?
5: So I just started medical school. I'm a M
3: All right. KS3 so, medical you know, he's school. got a long way to go, but um, they were incredibly... Pr- so I went to UIC where they had a room that was sort of just, I guess, a studio with a good... The The view was, uh, it was an yeah, out, outdoor nice window. Skyline, right? Yeah. And they had at least three cameras going. Another guy, he was pushing around to... Uh, do all the video and the audio, and <laughs> somebody you know, interviewing some, you? Well, he yeah. was, doing yeah, okay. was doing it. Okay, Normal was doing it. Okay, he just did a great job. He has a great disposition, and you know, if this medicine thing doesn't work out, I, you'd you'd have a career in a lot of other th- a lot of other places. You can you can take my job for for goodness sakes. So uh, at any rate, I was really impressed, and I think uh, they're doing something. You know, maybe you just tell us a little bit about your audience because I think you're delivering something that really isn't out there for some of these students. Yeah, yeah,
5: for sure. I think the best way to address that is first to kind of take a step back and see the bigger picture, right? So as med students, and even maybe as an outside observer, Steve, you may hear this term, the art of practicing medicine thrown around. And essentially that's just the idea that as physicians, we need to look beyond just the clinical sciences, just the basic sciences and have this humanistic approach to the way we treat our patients. And for example, as I said, Dr. Cole had an amazing Ted talk where he brings this idea that we need to think about the patient. We need to consider their lives before we move on to, with our decisions. And this is what we interviewed him about as well. So the question becomes, how do we get students, the public, physicians, to engage and to practice this art of medicine? And, yeah, and, I, and again, yeah.
3: It's not, it, it isn't... Uh, it's not something that's innate. I will tell you it's something yeah. you learn. I mean, we all, if you ask physicians, and I would be interested if this is what you experience, why they go into medicine, the number one reason still is they want to help people. Yeah. I mean, we've had so many dynamic changes throughout our, the course of medicine. I remember in the 1990s when HMOs came around and there was this big transition and the people were running from medicine because they were fearful that they would just wouldn't be able to pay back their student loans. The average student loan now for a medical student is between two hundred and two hundred fifty thousand dollars and $250,000. Yeah. And with another fact that I heard recently is that up to 40% of them are still paying it back when they're in their 40s. So wow. it's not like you yeah. go out and you're in practice and you're out of debt and things are great. It's a burden that you carry with you for, for many decades. Mm-hmm. So even more so now, I think, if you look at who goes into medicine, these are people who are, I think, incrementally probably more dedicated, quite frankly, because they've seen all these obstacles. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So and you're you're a great example of that. So tell us a little bit more.
5: Yeah. So I mean, as you said, I think, I think that that hits the nail on the head that it's not just intuition. Intuition at its core is just an amalgamation of experiences. And as, as students, we don't have those experiences yet. We are looking to people, to our mentors, to the people who we can latch on to our lives and learn from them. And it's really limiting that we're, we only have access to the social group we're a part of. For the people that we know. Right, and yeah. your
3: professors and teachers. But still, you, the time factor probably doesn't allow you to get to know them very well either, yeah. I imagine.
5: Yeah, so as Doc does, we're trying to break this barrier. We want to bring these voices to the forefront in a very engaging, concise manner and, tr- and to kind of make this collaborative space where all of us, doctors, students, general public, can just talk.
2: All the videos are completely free and accessible online. Again, the uh, website is doc thoughtsmed.com our studio and in, uh, in studio guest is uh, nirmal gosalia i'm steve cashel with dr brian cole talking about uh, educating better doctors and the uh, millennial physician uh, right here in chicago are you on the, the videos as well yes, yes. okay so it's not just the doctor you're no, interviewing no, He kind of does a, a great job he's almost a really, 60 minutes type uh, exactly segment yeah. that's cool yeah. that really is it, it, will there be what we call b-roll in the uh, in the tv business pictures no. or video covering the interviews or is it just no. the doctors
5: it's just it's just us two dr Cohen. yeah
3: i mean i'd say it's a low budget operation but it's in really professionally done good you know, So i give you guys a lot of credit mm. when's our video going to be done
5: it's going to be out in mid october
3: great does it take how much how many hours does it take to do to do, do editing
5: maybe 15 16 hours yeah and how and are you evening.
3: i'm just curious you know i remember first year of medical school was brutal i mean how yeah. are you finding the time
5: it's it's just I find the time for the things that I love, and yep. this is what drives me gets me going.
3: Good. Well, it's really exciting. I give you, as I say, I give you a lot of credit, and I, mm-hmm. I wish you the best, and I look forward to hearing, seeing where you guys are a year
5: from now. Thank you so much, Dr. Cole.
2: The founder of DocThoughtsMed.com, Nirmal Gosalia. Stay with us. More of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio.
3: Yeah, great.
2: We're excited to announce our new Sports Medicine Weekly custom podcast app on iTunes. It's all free. Just go to the App Store, search for Sports Medicine Weekly. Our app gives listeners easy access to their favorite Sports Medicine Weekly shows without getting lost in confusing screens and pop-up ads. The team at Sports Medicine Weekly is dedicated to delivering content to our listeners on the latest in fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, and treatment. Optimize your performance with the Sports Medicine Weekly app. As always, we thank our loyal listening and social media followers. The best athletes
1: in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Don Joy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, DonJoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust DonJoy, a product of djoglobal.com. At
2: Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Allosource, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by MedWest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000.
0: The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000.